your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get New Brunswick country artist Mike LeBlanc is my guest on the show. We're here to talk about his album, Alive and Well, uh, as well as many of his influences, including Randy Travis and George Jones. We'll talk about songwriting and much, much more. And, of course, we'll play songs from that album. Welcome to the show, Mike. Yeehaw! How you doing, Dave? <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. It's, it's great to have you here. I just saw you recently at the Cadillac Lounge as part of Canadian Music Week, and you put on a great show. Thanks a lot, David. It was a, it was a blast doing that. We had a great time, and it was such an honor to be there. Uh, that was actually my second year doing that uh, in Toronto for Canadian Music Week, and it was we had a blast. Pretty awesome that uh, you were there two years in a row. That obviously says a lot about uh, the reception of your music. Thank you. Yeah, no, we uh, we've been getting a lot of good comebacks on on the album, uh, better than we expected, actually. And uh, we're just having a great time doing it and enjoying every minute of it. It's such a great sound you have because it's traditional, and which I love and so many people love because you don't hear as much of it these days. So it's quite refreshing. And you've even got some great uh, fun titles on there. High Maintenance Husband, which you performed that night. That's a great song. <laughs> <laughs> I love the title. Thank too. you. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, my wife my wife came up with that title uh one day, because I'm I'm the spender in the couple, and uh, uh, I was buying some rims for my for my camper. <laughs> I'm kind of embarrassed to say that, but <laughs> I was buying some mag wheels for my camper, and uh, my wife was just shaking her head, and she says, "Mike, you know what? Forget about women. You're a high maintenance husband." <laughs> I said, "Hang on, baby. I got to write this down," <laughs> and I wrote it down. And and uh, one day I was just having a great day, and I I wrote a song about it, and. Uh, People seem to like it, and uh, even in my acoustic shows, I'll uh, I'll play it and get people to to join along, kind of thing. And uh, we have a lot of fun with it. And that song is available at iTunes along with the whole album. Uh, at age fifteen, Mike, you were—I guess it might have been a talent show—but you were performing some Randy Travis cover songs. Yeah, well, actually, uh, it all started uh, when I was in school. Um, in class, I was kind of a class clown, and I don't recommend that to kids. If any kids are listening, uh, please don't be like me. I was a class clown. But uh, I would sing some George Jones. I don't know if you guys remember uh, the Corvette song. And uh, Oh, yeah. I, I would I would sing that because there's really, like, low parts in that song. And I was only 14 or 15, and I was making them laugh because I at, even at that young age, I, I, was, I was able to reach those low notes. And it would make them laugh. And uh, after a couple of months of that in class and in the yard and in school or whatever, a lot of my friends just started saying, like, Mike, why don't you just, like, start singing for real, like, not just to be a clown. Like, And and uh, I always loved music. I remember, like, even when I was six or seven years old, I would I would study music. I would listen to music and and. I knew where the parts were, and and uh, but I didn't realize back then how much I loved it. But I, it's all dawning on me like now. But 
uh, that's where it started. And then, of course, 1986, when Storms of Life came out, uh, Randy mm-hmm. Travis, um, my mom said, Mike, she says, you have to listen to this artist. And, of course, I was into the pop music back then, too. Uh, I was pretty young and going to school dances and all that stuff. And that's all we listened to, like uh, Cindy Lauper and Madonna and all those pop artists back then, right? And, sure, uh, yeah. And I just rolled my eyes, and and I'm thinking, yeah, right. She says, no, no, this this new country artist just came out, and I'm sure you're going to like it. And I listened to it, and it blew me away. I just could not believe what I was hearing. Uh, I got shivers talking about it right now, actually. And I started singing his songs, and I could pretty much nail them, because I like to imitate, I like to impersonate uh, different singers. And... Um, that was that was my key right there. That's what got me. That it was like a drug. That like I got, I was addicted to to that, and that's where it started basically, and uh, it took off from there. Then I got uh, at fourteen, fifteen. I got uh, offers to go play here and go play there and house parties and this and that. And at seventeen years old, that's when I got into my first band. I wasn't even allowed in the bars. And uh, I was playing in the bars, and they would they would allow that back then. I, I don't think that would happen nowadays, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's it's been a blast ever since. Like it's it's it, it, like I said, it's like it's like a drug. I'm addicted to music, and, I, and it's country music, and it's in my blood, and and I love it. It's it's a drug, and we all love it. It gets us through tough times. It uh, puts a smile on our face, gets us dancing. Country music covers everything on the songwriting side of things when did you first start writing songs mike writing your own songs well that's it that's an interesting question because when i was 15 i was going out with this girl and her brother which we were best friends he's also a singer um french acadian singer back home uh he's more into the bluegrass uh thing but we would uh play uh, and sing uh, like on a daily basis. And then, uh, we got into this idea where we would start writing some songs. And the very, very first song that I wrote, I was 15 years old and I got, I got our janitor in the school to, uh, to compose a melody to it. Cause at 15, I wasn't inspired enough to, and, and experienced at all actually to, to, uh, to, you know, to write a whole song, but that was my first song. Right. And, back, and, um, and back in my 20s, late 20s, that's when I started writing a little bit. And I got what a lot of people call writer's block. Um, nowadays, I don't believe in writer's block. I think it's more of lack of inspiration now that I, um, now that I am an actual songwriter. Uh, I realize that now. And uh, I didn't write for a few years, actually. And uh, I started writing again in uh, 2011. And uh, I figured it out, and I've been. And since my twenties, I had tried to get because uh, we didn't have Facebook and YouTube and all these social media uh, hmm. at that time. So it was really hard to, to to get some information. Like the younger generation, they're so lucky nowadays to be able to have all that right at hand. Um, but we didn't have that, and uh, I was always trying to get advice from other songwriters, and it was almost like a secret. Like a lot of them didn't. They either didn't know how to explain it or uh, they didn't want to give their secrets away. And uh, I had to figure it out on my own, and, and I did. And I did because I, I, I really wanted to, and 
2011, I started writing again, and then 2012, it got even better. And, um, you know, it just, and it, it's like anything else. The more you do it, the better you get at it. Um, yeah, so that's, so what would it, you, it's inspiration. What would you pass on then, Mike, for, from what you've learned? For anyone listening who's a singer-songwriter, if they've ever been stuck in writer's block, lack of inspiration, what are a couple of things to get that creativity flowing? Well, what I do, I mean, it. every songwriter writes a little bit differently. They all have their own little style. It depends on who you are as a person and what your philosophy is. But me, for example, is I'll, uh, as an artist, I feel things. I uh, I listen to people. If someone's sad, I'm sad. If they're happy, I'm happy. I think a lot of people are like that, too. Um, mm-hmm. And I get inspired by it. I, I think about it. I absorb it. And uh, if I hear something clever, someone will say something clever, or if I hear, if I read something on Facebook or or whatever, I'll write it down I'll uh, and keep it as an idea. And I have this, uh, this note uh, in my phone that I, anytime I think of something or see something clever, something that I like, I'll, uh, I'll jot it down. And I have a long, long list of song ideas that could be, possibly become songs kind of like high maintenance husband uh i just wrote it yeah. down and i wrote that song maybe two months later right yep so that's a great idea do it that ha- way you have you have to fill up your inspirational bucket that's what you got to do and uh because i believe a song is 10 percent creation 90 percent inspiration um right that that's how it, that's how it works for me i don't i try to write every day uh even if it's just a uh you know a funny post on facebook i try to to write every day and uh and i do post a lot of funny stuff on facebook (laughs) it's very funny very funny it makes all our days better we love reading your humor it's great i try i try if i can brighten someone up someone's day a little bit you know i'll do it and uh and i try to do it through my songs as well and, and through my live performances because we we're all uh we're all we all have little battles. We all have little struggles in life and we all have bad days and we're all negative sometimes at, at one point. And, uh, sure. And, uh, you know, and I, and I even, um, even I need it sometimes, right? Like if I post something funny, chances are it's because someone inspired me to write that. And right. I always work on my inspiration. I always, that's a, that's the perfect tool for me to use because that's what I use to write. So if someone says something or I read something, I will it'll get my my little gears rolling in my head, and I'll think about it if it's something I really like, and then sometimes a song will pop out of the blue just like that from that, right? Wow, that's awesome. Let's uh, turn to one of the songs that you wrote for the album Alive and Well. The album is available at iTunes. Uh, the one I'm going to play first, Mike, is called One I'm Good. And what can you tell me about this song? <laughs> well, that song, actually, I was on Facebook one day, and uh, you, you see all these memes where it's a picture and there's stuff written down and stuff like that. And uh, someone had said, when I'm good, I'm good, and when I'm evil, I'm better. Well, I changed it around a bit and kind of wrote it my own way, and I wrote, when I'm bad, I'm better. And mm-hmm. the way I'm in, the way I'm saying it in my song is that, not that I'm bad, not that I'm a bad person, just being... Badass kind of 
uh, I'm going out and uh, I'm going out to party. I'm going to go have fun. I'm going to let it right. all loose, and we're just going to have a great old time, right? That's that to me. That's what the bed means, right? It's not about doing bad totally. things by all means. It's it's not about that. But it describes me a little bit. It talks. Uh, it describes that little class clown. Um, it, it it's a humorous song. It's a fun song uh, because at the end of the day, when you're at a live show. We're there to forget about the nine to five Monday to Friday thing. Uh, kind of put that on the back burner till Monday, and let's mm-hmm. go have some fun. And that's what the song is about. And uh, it's done really well for us, and it gets the crowd going every time we perform it. And uh, it's just a lovely thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mike LeBlanc, a New Brunswick country music artist, and the song is called "When I'm Good" on In the Country. When I'm good, I'm good, and when I'm bad, I'm better. It don't take much for me to lose my mind. When I'm good, I'm good, and when I'm bad, I'm better. Forget this money to fry. And where? 
There's Mike LeBlanc from the album Alive and Well. The song is called When I'm Good, Man. I love the way that song wraps up. I feel like I'm in a bar having a good time with you. <laughs> well, actually, you were in uh, in Toronto at the Cadillac Lounge, and I don't know if you remember, uh, I wrote a third verse for that song, and um, because when I got into the studio, uh, my producer said it's like five minutes long Mike it's too your song's too long we have to cut it so I had to leave a verse out of it because when I was writing it everything was going so well that uh I just kept on writing just but kept... uh, yeah I'm really we're really proud of uh, that song it's it's our first release it, it, it turned out really well it's just an amazing country song as I was listening to it loved your voice on it but as far as somebody else I could hear a Merle Haggard or a Mark Chestnut killing that song as well Oh, well, thank you. That's a nice compliment. <laughs> I'm a big fan of It's just well-written. It's country to the core, and it's got that good hook when I'm good, you know, and when I'm bad, I'm better. Uh, love that one. We have another one from you coming up as well, Mike. I wanted to ask you about duet parties. Yep. Of course, throughout country music history, George Jones and Conway Twitty and all, they had Tammy Wynette and Loretta Lynn with them and Kenny and Dolly. Who, who out of all the country artists out there, uh, Mike, would you love to sing a duet with? Oh boy, that's a good question. I think there's a lot of them. I, I would I would do a duet with Willie Nelson. I would do a duet with uh, Merle Haggard uh, if Whalen was still alive. Whalen, I'm a big Whalen fan. I would do a, a duet with him. Um, basically, uh, I'm, I'm 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 I'd like to do a duet. Um, I'm pretty open on on uh, on anything. Um, but I, I, we haven't really brainstormed on that yet on who, who it would be, but uh, mm-hmm. there's just so many great artists right here in Canada. Uh, I am discovering new artists, uh, pretty much on a daily basis and it's just so amazing. And, and, uh, especially the younger kids, like the, like the 15 year old kids, like they're so amazing. Like they, they're so talented. It's in it's just amazing uh, to see them go and uh, it's it, it's it, it's really a good thing. But to, to to answer your question, I guess to to who I would do the duet, I guess anybody that would have my same humor and um, that would have right. the same idea of music, I guess. Yep, definitely. Have you have you been starstruck yet, Mike? Have you had a chance? to meet uh, either a musical hero or somebody in the business that you were kind of not sure what to say at first because you're, you're so in awe of them? Yes. Uh, the first one I met uh, was back in 1988. It was Randy Travis. And to me, nice. it was almost like meeting God, almost like meeting God himself. I was in such awe. And um, I got to see uh, Steve Earle. I'm also a fan of Steve Earle back when his uh, Guitar Town and and uh, Exit Zero albums were coming out and all that stuff. Uh, I used to play a lot of that stuff, so I went and seen him as well. Um, a couple of years ago, I met Merle Haggard. I, I I had the opportunity to do that in St. John, New Brunswick. I took a picture with him. Last okay. summer, I opened up for I re- opened up for Ricky Skaggs in uh, Kippewa, Quebec. Um, got got him to sign my guitar. 
Um, and basically, I'm starstruck again by all this. All there's so many great artists in Canada that are aren't playing on the radio, and I'm such a big fan. And I just find it um, unfortunate that some of them are still not playing on the radio. And hopefully one day they will. And I always keep encourage them to keep going, keep doing what you're doing. It will come. And um, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. I got to meet Daryl Dar- Singletary, Ken Mellons a couple oh, of years yeah. ago. I yep. I got to jam with Ken, Ken Mellons a couple of years ago and Daryl as well. Uh, Jukebox Junkie was Ken's song. Remember Jukebox Junkie? What a cool song. Yeah, actually, I, I'm working on a parody of that song. Actually, oh. <laughs> I post I posted the lyrics that I wrote. It's just a parody, just to have fun. Yep. Uh, if you look on nice. my on my Facebook, you'll see it. I'll yeah. do that. Oh, cool! Because yeah. yeah, I remember that song. I'm just an old jukebox junkie, spending all my money, however yeah. it goes. But I love that song. And Daryl Singletary. Yeah. There ain't no such thing as too much fun. And oh, I mean, yeah, so many yeah. great songs. Amazing. And I learned Love it. so much turn... from these guys. Oh. Just by... Yep, go ahead. I was just going to say, let's turn to one of your songs. But before we do, talk about that. You'll learn a lot from these other artists, right, that you look up to? Yes, a lot. Music is probably that is awesome. the, uh, the thing that I've, that I've probably studied the most uh, in my whole life. Like, I've done a lot of things in my life. But since I was a kid, I, I always listened to music and I always... Uh, tear things apart to see how they're made in separate harmonies and why is that verse in a certain place and why is there uh, learning all these things from these great, great, great artists. Yep. Awesome. It is, it is, I think it's amazing that you can learn from other artists what they've done and take take a bit of it in your career. And let's turn to another song from the album Alive and Well, Mike. The album is available on iTunes. Your website is MikeLeBlancMusic.com and this one's called What Do You Say and what can you tell me about the song, Mike? Well, that song, again, when I was a kid, I had a dream. You know when you have one of those dreams that are so real that you think about it all day? Oh, I had yeah. this dream mm-hmm. that I was that I could fly. And when I, I, was in, I was in the shower one day after work, and uh, I had this start of a melody in my head. And then I wrote the first, the very first two lines of that song, which is, what do you say we just get lost into this moment? And what do you say we just get lost into the night? And then I could not wait to get out of the shower to record that because I did not want to forget it because that's a mistake that a lot of us do is that we always say, oh, I'll remember it, but we don't. We'll forget it. So I just kept repeating that in my head until I was done so I could record it. And then I sat down on my couch and I wrote the whole thing. And it basically talks about... uh, just being well, just and it and it fits well in, into my album Alive and Well. Uh, basically, I was thinking about my wife, uh, just sitting by the lake, camp campfire, just me and her, just kind of enjoying our company, and uh, just relaxing for the night. And um, I'll I'll let your imagination take over the rest and uh, listen to the lyrics. And uh, that's the song that I I'm I'm really proud of. And it 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 has done well for us as well in uh, at, in New Brunswick on on uh, community radio. It went uh, number one for like four weeks in a row, and it was um, it's pretty awesome song. I I, I re- I'm really that's one of the songs that I'm really proud of. 
Let's hear it now. This is Mike LeBlanc and What Do You Say on In the Country. lost into this morning What do you say we just get lost into the night Kick up our heels and lay your head upon my shoulder We'll let the crickets be the music of the night We can watch that big old moon fall from the sky Every minute I'm with you I feel alive
New Brunswick country artist, Mike LeBlanc, and that song is called What Do You Say? Here on In the Country, it's available along with his whole album, Alive and Well, at iTunes. And Mike, I want to thank you so much for being here. Great to, uh, great to have seen you at the Cadillac Lounge and now to chat and play your songs. Pleasure having you here. Hey, thanks a lot, uh, Dave. It's, uh, it's really an honor to, to, to do this. I, I thank you so much for taking the time to have me on your show. Uh, it's nice to have the support. Really appreciate it. I'd like to throw in there, too, that we're doing the CCMAs again this year in, in September in Halifax. And uh, we're also working on a, on, a, on another project. It might not be a full-length album. It'd probably be like an EP, uh, five or six songs. And uh, you guys can be looking out for some new material very soon. Terrific. That is awesome news to hear, Mike. And again, thanks, and uh, we'll catch up with you down the road. All right. Thanks a lot, Dave, and thanks a lot, everybody that listened. I love you guys and hope to see you guys uh, at one of my shows. My guest has been a country artist, Mike LeBlanc, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.